<laughs> Welcome. It's, uh, it's 9.07. Glad to have you with us. Uh, I was going to do the license plate thing, and I, I'm not sure uh, because the uh, morning show in Columbia and Jeff City uh, with the talented Brandon Rathert uh, spent quite a bit of time on it, and I don't want to be redundant. Uh, it's just tough following somebody that uh, that is that good and covers all the bases. Uh, but uh, there is at least one license plate, one vanity tag that was rejected that I think is worth noting. Brian Hansen is uh, back engineering, pushing the buttons, making things happen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. I, I found out that my parents took out a life insurance policy on me the, the month I was born uh, with Prudential. And it was for $1,000. And I thought, well, <laughs> they didn't value me very much. <laughs> and then I ran it through the uh, inflation calculator. Yes. Uh, it's $11,000 today. Woo! That's uh, printing a lot of cash, I'll tell you. Uh, quick correction from yesterday's program. And first, let me just point out that uh, this uh, uh, person calls herself Liberty Bell. Uh, has challenged me uh, several times. This is the first time I think she really has something, and it is dealing with whether or not Biden can declassify. There is still a, a little, you know, there's still some question. But essentially, she makes a valid point. Of all places, she went to Snopes. Uh, turns out that uh, during the Obama administration... Uh, they had a change in the rules, and the vice president can do some declassifying. Uh, some say that it is only stuff that he classified that he can declassify. Uh, so it's a bit milky, uh, but uh, the point is well made. And uh, glad to have uh, had to admit it on the air. So we did. When I make a mistake, I will tell you and... Uh, it's just the only way to roll. There are a list of license plates. I, I guess the Springfield newspaper, our own, uh, as we lovingly call it, Columbia Spittoon, also had a list of license plates, vanity tags that were rejected. And Brian, if you go down that list to February 9th, 2022, there is a license plate, a vanity tag that was rejected. And it was UR, the number two, PED. Like, you're too... Yeah. Stupid? Uh-huh. I'm wondering if that's a listener of ours. Could be. It just uh, struck me as uh, perhaps uh, one of ours. Uh, but there are um, several... Sir, I don't even get some of these. I mean, I'm looking at these things and, and thinking, what, what are they What are they saying? What, what does that mean? Um... But there is a huge list. It's uh, it's in the Columbia Spittoon. Uh, the Springfield newspaper has it as well, uh, like FCKBDN. I mean, we know what that is. Uh, FJB01K. Some really clever ideas on how to get uh, get around them. Uh, sort of trying to keep things clean. Uh, anyway, you can go to, you can go to the uh, newspaper and look that up. I don't want to get redundant here and do the same thing that uh, they just talked about in the previous show, but if you're in Springfield, I'm betting somebody is covering it, and uh, you can uh, take a lap through that. Uh, Brian, sad news, uh, Gina Lola Brigida has passed away. No kidding. Yeah. Um, she 
really, uh, she was not, uh, you know, uh, snapped or uh, from the uh, uh, from the crib. Uh, she was ninety five years old. Now wow. you got it right this time, right? Because last time you, you know, Dick Van Dyke, Dick you're Van gonna, Dyke, you know, yeah. <laughs> build a hundred bridges. They never call you a bridge builder, right? Yeah. Yes, uh, that was quite embarrassing that day. <laughs> I, hey, look, I, I brought him back to life. I know you did. I resurrected him but from the dead. N- never have killed him in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, there were uh, there was a series of people who'd passed away, and there was a story about Dick Van Dyke. Uh, and I included him in the list <laughs> uh, when, in fact, he's still kicking. <laughs> and then uh, we discovered that uh, momentarily uh, after, you know, moments after I mentioned it. And uh, then I had to resurrect him. But she is uh, she has passed away at 95 years old. Boy, you talk about somebody who is uh, genetically uh, blessed, I would say. Uh, she was absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. Uh, all right, let's move on because we do have more. By the way, there is, did you see the story about this woman in Britain? She had photos of serial killers on her wall. I did, yes. And she stabbed her boyfriend 22 times. On video. Uh, y- you know, um, if you're dating someone and, <laughs> and you find out they are obsessed with serial killers... I would suggest you you stop dating them. Uh, do it safely, you know. Tell them that you died. And, you get the and, best advice from this program, you know. Yeah, we're just trying to... <laughs> Boy, is this girl tatted up, too. Holy moly. A uh, British woman with a penchant for serial killers allegedly stabbed her sleeping boyfriend 22 times after discovering that he was messaging another girl. That'll teach him. Uh, well, he won't be messaging, messaging her anymore. That's pretty much over. Um, We got a Republican, uh, failed Republican candidate arrested uh, in uh, shootings of uh, Democratic politicians' homes. Jeez, some people are strange. Colorado professor, astrophysics is racist due to emphasis on individualism and exceptionalism. I don't know how these people are coming up with this, but I'm going to kick the program off this morning. Oh, and by the way, we got Jennifer Bukowski, and she's got a whole host of topics that she wants to cover. Uh, and that uh, that is to include, among other things, uh, additional documents marked as classified found at Joe Biden's Delaware residence. Uh, a piece from Reason Magazine uh, about classified documents. The real divide between the power and the powerful. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, she's got a ton of things. I don't know why I'm so discombobulated this morning. Doesn't normally uh, start off this way, but I'm all over the place. In San Francisco, Brian, they're deciding to pay reparations. Their committee wants to pay reparations of $5 million to each black longtime resident. Uh, and total debt forgiveness. San Francisco's Reparations Committee also proposes supplementing lower-income recipients' income for 250 years. These people think they're rational. Uh, it's, it baffles me how they got to the to the uh, $5 million number. So once they do this, racism will never exist in California again. 
Yeah, right? it'll be. It'll be. Yeah, that this will take care of every. Level the playing field, my right. friend. It'll be smooth as glass. Uh, San Francisco Reparations Committee has proposed paying each black longtime resident $5 million and granting total debt forgiveness due to the decades of systemic repression faced by the local black community. The San Francisco African American Reparations Advisory Committee, which advises the city on developing a plan for reparations for black residents, released its draft report last month to address reparations. Not for slavery, since California was not technically a slave state, but to address the public policies explicitly created to subjugate black people in San Francisco. So, you know... Why don't they do that for Indians and you could get reparations? That's exactly where I was going, Brian. I know, I kind of felt it coming. (laughs) You know, our people, my people... We're they here seem before. to have a valid argument for reparations since, you know, most of their land was taken from them. Yes, my people's land was taken from them. Their lives were altered. Uh, they were uh, hunted down uh, when they tried to protect their property. And if, and, and, and if they're, you know, good for five mil out of San Francisco, uh, how much do you think I can get out of Missouri for my Native American uh, background. I'm not sure, but I'll see if I can get a message to Governor Parson to include it on the State of the State address that's coming up tomorrow. Oh, I, I, I don't think I would go through him. No? Uh, no, I, I would find a, a progressive Democrat and ask them. Because <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I don't, there are some things I disagree with Governor Parson, uh, but I, I don't think he would go for this. But I think I'm entitled to a couple of mil at least. And I imagine if it's reparations, uh, then, uh, you know, or, or compensation for uh, repression, I, I ought to be, uh, it ought to be tax-free, no? I would think. And just think, you know, if you, if you gave me, say, three, four million dollars, I wouldn't even go for the whole five. Uh, uh, just to save you Missouri taxpayers <laughs> money. What a nice guy. I would settle for three and a half, four mil. And I would build a nice home. And I would buy a nice car. I would put people to work. It would be good for the economy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I need to change voices, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, well, uh, I would be entitled because I'm part Native American and look at what you all did to my people. Hunted us down like buffalo. Um, ah, I, I, three and a half, four mil would do the trick for me. I'm, you know, Brian, I might even pay for your new windows. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. We're solar panels if you want it. Now, in today's politically correct world can i identify as an ethnicity that i am not and collect the reparations or because i should be able to well if you do that might be cultural appropriation oh that's true so you're locked out but i i can represent the native americans without that hi how are you hi how are you (laughs) Let me go to the phones, 874-9390, 800-529-5572, $5 million. 
Oh, Lord, they must be rolling in dough. Uh, Bob, welcome. How are you? Hey, Gary. My thinking is let's go ahead and break and bankrupt San Francisco and have them give reparations to all the Chinese people that they brought over illegally did. That gets kind of expensive, Bob. We brought a lot of Chinese people over there, you know, and then uh, you got the the five mil for the uh, blacks, so uh, you're cutting their pay in half, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Bankrupt San Francisco, they'll close the city down and let somebody else take it over. Okay. Bob, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I don't know about that. Hey, Gary, in the beginning of your show, you have a sound of a motorcycle. Do you actually ride a motorcycle, asks Casey. I used to. I sold it several years ago, but I did have a motorcycle, and I did enjoy riding. Vespa. It was not a Vespa. (laughs) The only time I rode a Vespa was when I borrowed yours. (laughs) Vespa. Yeah, I love riding. I really do. Uh, Chris says uh, the Chinese were treated worse by California than African Americans were. Come on, San Francisco. Uh, Okay, Chris, that's uh, another push for the Chinese. What about the Native Americans? We were here first. We were here long before Columbus landed in South America. Sharon in Springfield, good morning. How are you? I'm fine, Gary. You know, the only thing, uh, the worst thing that Native Americans did was they put out the vacancy sign for the Europeans instead of putting up no vacancy. And if you get a check in the mail, you let me know because I'll be looking for mine. Uh, Well, Sharon, I'm not sure if you qualify. You're not a high-profile person like me. You're just, you know, one of the everyday people. Excuse moi sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now, she, now she's French. Which one is it? French? All right, Sharon, I'm thank French, you. I'm French and Indian. There you go. There's the combination. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, I gotta, I've got to take a break. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 25 minutes after 9 o'clock. Jennifer Bukowski is going to be with us. She, of course... Uh, managed to read the uh, the the, uh, the book on uh, the prince that's living out in California, the multimillionaire. Um, I, I, just, I just don't understand the attraction of the royal family. It just doesn't doesn't at all <laughs> attract me. Anyway, uh, we're talking about San Francisco, uh, the land of uh, really really crazy people. The African-American Reparations Advisory Committee, which advises the city on developing a plan for reparations for black residents, released a draft report. uh, And they're looking at uh, giving long-term black families $5 million. And I was arguing that, uh, you know, as a Native American, I should get a check. And I decided to circumvent the legislature. Ladies and gentlemen, you can write a check and just uh, send it to the station. Uh, and when we reach uh, three and a half, four mil, I'll uh, come on the air and announce that it's time to stop. Uh, Send it in be... care of Brian Hanson. No, 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 no. Sure don't do that, Brian. Uh, you can't trust it. You can't trust Brian. He, he, yes, you, know, you can. Yes, no, you no, can. no. Hey, look, uh, we've been charging people for missing parts <laughs> of the show for for uh, 10 years. And no, I, I got... sent you your check. Yeah, yeah. You sent me a check. You dog, you. <laughs> oh, Lord. These people are absolutely insane. 
Uh, let's see. We don't want to go to the big government thing yet. Um, got a ton of other stuff here that I wanted to get to uh, before Jennifer gets on. The, the uh, hard reality of a debt ceiling showdown is in the uh, Wall Street Journal. It says, the first rule of political negotiation is never take a hostage you're not prepared to shoot. Uh, that's advice for the House Republicans to contemplate as they gear up for a high-stakes showdown with President Biden over raising the federal borrowing limit. And you all know what my position on this is. If you're going to do it, do it and don't give in. Just don't give in. The first person to throw in the towel loses. Uh, and I think the case can be made if you stand your ground long enough that this debt is crushing. Uh, people can't even envision uh, $31.5 trillion in debt. And the other everybody is arguing, this is money they already spent. So there is another avenue that the Republicans can take. Uh, and it will require uh, several battles. Instead of raising, uh, instead of fighting the hike in the debt ceiling, let it go and then go after the spending as the House of Representatives has controlled, uh, controls the purse. Perhaps what they can do is cease spending money they don't have. That would be an, uh, an alternative uh, to the fight on the debt ceiling. And the reason I bring this up, is it, and it's, it's after real careful consideration, the Republicans will cave. The, you know, the Wall Street Journal uh, is absolutely right. Don't take a hostage you aren't willing to shoot. Uh, don't stand on this ground if you're going to cave in. Because when you cave, everybody looks around and goes, well, you're going to cave. What was the point? So they've got, a, they've got two choices. Uh, one of them is to stand their ground here and wait in, until the other side blinks. Or say, okay, you can raise the, uh, the debt ceiling. In fact, at that point, you might as well get rid of the whole debt ceiling argument because it's not making uh, anybody uh, aware of how precarious our financial situation is. And then throughout the year, start cutting back on spending. In fact, make that part of the deal. We will raise the debt ceiling in exchange for which we need to cap spending so that we aren't, you know, running a deficit. Kind of a balanced budget trade-off. Make that part of the bill. How do you lose that? I don't think even... Everybody would be in favor of that, or at least most people would. So here's what it looks like. You want to raise the debt ceiling, we're going to let you raise the debt ceiling. But in order for us to do that, you have to promise that we will cut spending to the point where we do not run a deficit. Perfect. You get what you want, we get what we want, and it's easy to defend to the general public. You know, that's when you start making your case. Something has to change. Look where we're at. What do you think of that idea? You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show. Jennifer Bukowski, one hour from now at 1030 on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show. 
It is uh, 9.35. Glad to have you with us. Jennifer Bukowski, one hour from now. Uh, among other things, the royal family, uh, Biden's papers, and more. Uh, we are, uh, you know, looking at this uh, this debt ceiling argument. It's coming up any day now. Uh, two solutions. One is you stand your ground till the other side blinks. The other one is you say, okay, raise it, but we're going to have to cut spending uh, to the point where we don't run a deficit. Uh, drivers, uh, this $1.4 trillion, uh, it's, it is less than it was a couple of years ago because we're not spending the money on the China flu deal. But it's still at a record high uh, outside of that. And Social Security uh, and Medicare and U.S. military, <clears throat> those are the things that are driving this debt. If you could eliminate those, uh, we'd be we'd be rolling in dough. So, if you want a balanced budget, that's where you have to cut. So, try and make an argument. Try to make an argument that the Democrats won't attack for cutting spending in those areas. I can't think of one. I literally, I can't the. The closest I can come is if we don't do this, nobody gets anything. Everybody fails. But I don't think people take that seriously. We've got this huge debt. And it's not, it's not slowing down. The Republicans, at least 20 of them, are trying very hard to get this under control. And I don't know that they can succeed now. I don't know that they can do anything that will stop this train from going downhill. The, the things you have to cut are the things the Democrats will literally eviscerate you over. You go after Social Security and Medicare, and a lot of seniors will too. Seniors will say, hey, I, you know, I paid into this. You can't do that. But I, I don't know how you balance the budget otherwise. You can't keep going deeper and deeper in debt. You, you just can't keep piling it on. And we are. The only thing for me, Brian, are the reparations deal. If I get that check for yeah, I hear you three, three and a half mil. I'm, I don't care what happens to the rest of you. And you're going to give me a cut, right? I'll, I'll cover solar panels for you. How's that? And insulation? No, just and the solar windows. panels. And you know, maybe a new door or two. And no, just the solar panels. That's all you get out of me. Uh, Gene, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Just fine. Uh, I wanted to talk about reparations, starting with Anthony Johnson. Uh, when he started, uh, he had five indentured servants. Four of them were white and one was black. He sued them to have John Castor as his first owned slave, and he got that in court. Then, as time went on, in 1850 and 1860, the census reports that 43% of slave owners were black. So are the descendants of the black slave owners going to get reparations also? And then the other thing is that if a woman that was an indentured servant 
got pregnant by a black man when she had a half-black child. She became a permanent indentured servant, and she was listed as a slave in the census. So, And all indentured servants were listed as slaves also, and, uh, so through 1860. And so uh, what's the answer to that? I mean, do black descendants of black slave owners get reparations also? Well, I haven't uh, fact-checked all the details that you've given me, but it, even without them, Gene, even without all that right. data, it's absolutely right. pathetic. These, uh, those, uh, you know, that sad portion of our history ended in 1865. Right, uh, and, exactly. And, and uh, since then, you've had generation after generation, and many of them making progress through the early 1960s when the right. Democrats decided to help them which, of course, is what ruined generation after generation of minorities. All right. Well, Thanks, Gene. I, well, I'm not going to make that comment. I have grandchildren that are half black. They are doing wonderful. They're very successful in their businesses. And I don't see them as black children. They're my grandchildren. I, you know, uh, it's, it's, I don't know how people can say you can't be colorblind, but when you have family, you're not... You don't notice them because of their color. You notice them because they're your kids, your grandkids. I, that's my final word. Yeah, and it's a beautiful word at that. Thank you, Gene. Yeah. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Americans are ready to do what needs to be done. I think the Republicans... You know, I, I, I probably ought to just go back and be a Republican and give it up. Really. I, there's no point. And standing your ground. Uh, you know, Brian and I have this little uh, kind of ongoing thing about you're too stupid. Well, most Americans are. They, they think this money train is going to run forever. And it's not. And when you try to tell them we've got to stop this, they don't get it. Why fight City Hall? Uh, Duncan, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Doing well in fescue country, Gary. There you Gary. go. So, uh, year, I'm 54. I am a grandpa. Every time the conservatives try to cut the budget, the liberals say, you're going to kill grandma. Well, I think it's time for the Republicans to own it. Yep, we're going to kill grandpa and grandma, but we're saving the grandchildren. Just let's, just hit it head on. You think, that, done. you think that'll sell? I think people will go, well, you know, let's have a conversation. And, you know, I'm being facetious. We're not trying to kill Grandpa yet unless we <laughs> give him, a, you know, a COVID vaccine or something like that. But that's another topic. But, yeah, I think it, I think it stands a chance. Just own it. Let's go. Yeah, I don't think it stands a chance. I think every senior citizen is going is to make the same argument. These were the promises that were made. This is the money they took from me. Where is it? I want it. But the, the whole economy will collapse. I don't care. I paid into it. You'll find a way around it. That'll be the way the argument goes. And the Democrats will be ever so happy to do as you say. Say, well, they're, they're doing this so they can protect their rich Republican friends. Uh, in order to, uh, uh, you know, to, to do that, they have to take money out of grandpa's pocket. 
Well, and it's been the same argument, but here in the Ozarks, we have a fallback plan. Fescue is very nutritious. You can have a great salad. So if it all goes to hell, Gary, don't worry about it. I'll just, I'll just go down and eat some fescue. All right. Absolutely. Uh, Dun- Thanks, Duncan. Glad to have you in the Gary Nolan Show. Fescue. Oh, I don't want fescue. I want rescue. I want economic reality. And the only way to do that, the only real way to do that is the fair tax. No other way will work. Um, just can't be done. Uh, 874-9390, the toll-free number is 800-529-5572. U.S. is going to reach $31.4 trillion limit on gross federal debt. On Thursday, the Treasury is resorting to special measures that uh, uh, on present rev- uh, revenue uh, trend uh, can delay default in the sp- to the spring. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, has promised his members he won't move to raise the limit without spending concessions from President Biden. But Mr. Biden says he won't negotiate at all over the debt limit. I... I just I just don't see this working out. I just don't think voters are smart enough to recognize what's happening. All right, uh, we gotta we gotta pause here because Brian wants to play commercials. Not my idea. No, no, I would go all day without him, but Brian insists. <laughs> it's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's nine fifty. Uh, that makes it uh, ten to eleven, depending on how you want to look at the clock. In the meantime, Brian is. Well, Brian pointed out this story and, and about this. Why are you picking on these people with Hummers? The, uh, the electric Hummer. I didn't specifically go after them. I just thought it was uh, kind of ironic that uh, you'd spend this much money for this much vehicle and not be able to drive it anywhere. <laughs> well, just, well you, you can drive it. Yeah, if you don't mind waiting a little while. Like a week. Well, that's at 110 volts. Yeah. Uh, just about everybody has a 110 volt line in the garage. All right, let's double the, <laughs> the the voltage, and you get it in three, four days, something like that. Y- yeah, um, apparently um, this guy got a a, a, a Hummer, a battery powered Hummer, using U.S. household uh, electrical outlet of 120 volts. Uh, it required five days to charge. Nobody wants to charge their car for five days. Um, there are upgrades that you can do. Speed charging. Uh, they uh, th- This guy checked in with the EV home charging cheat sheet, uh, a pro-EV nonprofit organization called Cultura. Uh, they said if your driving doesn't require more than 40 or 50 miles a day, you can get by with a 120-volt charge. Uh, that's known as level one. They cited Department of Energy figures indicating a two and a half mile range per hour of charge. Two to five mile, I'm sorry, two to five mile range per hour of charge. <laughs> so you plug it in for an hour and you get an extra two to five miles. Um, but you can you can upgrade. Uh, 250 kilowatt Hummer battery uh, that they used that only got them about a mile of charge <laughs> per hour. So they upgrade to level two charging, and uh, that 
that made a difference. Uh, indicated a 250-volt ru- uh, would uh, run a level 2 charger. Most homes have some garages, uh, some places they can get a hold of 250 volts. With 30 amps, uh, you can get 25 to 30 miles for every hour you charge. Uh, and if you go to 40 or 50 amps, now you're really cooking with steam. Uh, level 2 charging equipment, by the way, is uh, 500 to $2,000 before the installation. Three to $500, depending on, you know, what what the electrician needs to get it in there. Uh, and then uh, they say it, to extend battery life, uh, you should only charge it up to 80%, which, of course, reduces range. Uh, and then it said don't speed. These things are so handy. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to so get my easy. hands on one of these Hummers, man. So easy to live with. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, let me go to the phones on uh, Social Security. Tim, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Hello, Tim. Tim? Hello. Is this Tim? Yeah. Hey, Gary, how are you? I am well, thank you. I listen to you two guys every morning. I love your show, but... (laughs) And there's always a however in life, right? Oh, yeah. I am going to have to side with... uh, I paid into a crowd. But your flat tax or consumption tax... I agree 100% with and have been preaching this for years, and I'm 64. That's the way to go. That one means everybody pays. Well, the only reason I'm in favor of the consumption tax uh, over the other available op, you know, uh, ideas is that uh, you can phase out Social Security without hurting senior citizens. And say, uh, you know, right. when the last senior citizen dies, it's done, and then the sales tax drops then people don't think they're paying into the system and they're entitled. You can end it that way. The problem, well, with, the problem as, it, as it stands right now is your money is spent, Tim. That oh, money I is know that. Gone. And I realize that, but I retired at 62 because I did not have a good feeling about 2020. And I wanted to get in on my Social Security uh, just so I could at least get something that was paid. Because you're right. A hundred percent correct. If we would have been able to put that thirteen and a half percent into a private fund years and years and years ago, we'd all be millionaires. And this I agree with. But we didn't, and therefore they've taken my freaking money, and I want to get as much of it as I can. Well, if it collapses the entire republic so that your children don't have work... And all of this. Huh? I understand all of this, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. But I'm in the selfish mode right now because, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm still working. And I'm making Social Security wages so I can only make so much a year, correct? No, you can make as much as you want. They'll just Oh, tax. yeah, but then you have to pay them back a dollar for every two. Yeah, it's, it's a little, so, little less than until pro- I hit my plum age of 66 and 10 and a half months. Boy, they got it right down to the... Whenever you pay them or they take from you, everything's copacetic. You try to get it back and all hell breaks loose. Isn't now, it, I did have a second point. Yeah. Did you see the Wyoming legislature passed? Oh, and you must uh, they eliminate battery-powered cars? 
Yes, to by 2020, what was it, 2035? Yeah. To, to protect their oil and gas production? Come on, dude, that's good. Oh, that's great. I, I wish other states would do the same thing. That way, I, I, the, the Californias and the New Yorks of the country don't uh, oh my God. ruin well, it for the rest of us. They might just chainsaw them off and let them float out into the damn ocean, to be honest with you. <laughs> just, hey, I, I love your show to death. And I listen to you every day when I get a chance. So, what do you mean when you get a chance? Well, yeah, because there's a big I, fine if you're not I, listening. Sometimes my wife leaves early, so I I can sleep in. Oh no 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 no! Oh no, that, that's not yeah, permitted. That's not huh? right. Uh, can you hang on the phone and I'll get your uh, credit card before let me, we let, let you me, go? Let's see this way: I listen to you almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> Almost is not good enough. <laughs> right, hear Tim, you. thanks, right, buddy. Really. Appreciate the call. All right, have you. I'm the Gary Nolan show. <laughs> he was talking about investing his Social Security that they were taking from him on his yeah. own. I mean, come on. Jeez. He can't do that on his own. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I mean, it, it, it's one thing with the Chileans. You know, they they were able to do that. Yeah. But they're, they're in a whole different, you know, yeah. level of education than, than Americans are. It's Can't ridiculous to think that think Americans... that he could do it by himself. Yeah. Just, just he the thinking. hubris. Just, it, it's, it's so much hubris. Uh, let's see. Uh, although probably not even possible of happening, but wouldn't it be nice to see Congress take a pay cut and cap on their salaries? Uh, this may eliminate the career politicians and help with the debt, says Shannon. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think the politicians are overpaid. I think you can cut their pay to a fraction. If you use go-to-meeting, you know, everybody stays in their, own, uh, in their own district. They don't have to live in Washington, D.C. They could do everything online. Uh, in fact, I would venture a bet it would be cheaper uh, to string some secure... Uh, cable to every district than to keep paying them to live in, you know, Washington and uh, their home uh, district. And just think how much more challenging it would be for lobbyists to try to contact every member of the House of Representatives. They'd have to travel to every single district all the way around the country. I, I, I think that eliminates another problem. And frankly, it shouldn't be profitable. You shouldn't be able to retire on being a member of the House of Representatives. Jennifer Bukowski in about 30 minutes on President Biden and his top secret papers, along with the crown, on the Gary Nolan Show. Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.